first Sunday in the new year, first communion of the new year. <coughs> and it reads as follows, Psalms 31 and 23, in the New King James Version. It says, Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. This is the word of the Lord. Bow your head with me. God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. What a fellowship it is, God, to walk with you. Yes. Lord, we thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, that the saints started not robbery to come out and praise you, Lord. Mm -hmm. For, Lord, we did our thing when it was cold. We need to do your thing all the time. Yes, Lord. And so, God, we just thank you for allowing us another first Sunday of a new year. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to live a little while longer. And help us, Lord, to pay strict attention to what you have called us to do, Lord, for none of us knows our time, Lord, but our times are in your hand, as yes. the psalmist said. And so, God, take over right now. Fill us with the Holy Ghost and power, the people that they may hear, the preacher that he may preach, and get the glory, Lord, and leave. let us leave here closer to you. This is our prayer. In the name above every name, the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. God's people said, Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Tell them, thank God you're here, neighbor. Tell them, there is a word from the Lord, neighbor. The word of the Lord this afternoon is a new love for a new year. Shake their hand. Turn the other side. Don't sit down yet and smile. Some of us looking mean, but you made it here. You might as well smile. Amen. Smile. Say, thank God you're here. Tell them, church makes you look better. So you better keep coming, amen. You don't want to end the year looking all jacked up, amen. Tell them, neighbor, there is a word from the Lord. The word of the Lord this afternoon is a new love for a new year. Shake the hand like you really like them, amen, amen, and take your seat. A new love for a new year. Some years ago, there was a woman, she began her career <clears throat> as uh, a dancer for a show that began in Chicago, where so many great things begin. Oh, hallelujah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, oh yes. Uh-huh, so uh, uh, this, uh, this show was called Soul Train. And uh, uh, if you're young, you can't understand the excitement that used to happen when Soul Train came on on Saturday. Everybody you knew was watching Soul Train. They wanted to get the latest dance and see the latest person. And people would call. It's, it's so interesting how times change. Amen. Our people would call you on the phone and say, are you watching Soul Train? So-and-so is on. And so there was a woman. The show moved from um, Chicago to Los Angeles. And the man who founded it named Don Cornelius, of course, became famous. And in Los Angeles, they had great success. And he had a, a woman who was a soul-trained dancer named Jody Watley. And she left the show and joined a group called Shalimar uh, with a man named Howard Hewitt and another fellow. I can't remember his name. Jeffrey Daniels. Jeffrey Daniels. See, somebody here know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jeffrey Daniels. And uh, I believe Jeffrey Daniels said he invented the moonwalk, didn't he? Yeah, he said that wasn't Michael Jackson. That was him. But anyway... Uh, Jody Watley became an artist on her own, and she made a record. It became number one. It's called I'm Looking for a New Love. Yeah. 
And I hope somebody here is looking for a new love. Now. Y'all heard Deacon Aldridge, he's clarifying his comment. He's up here saying, he, he ain't gonna worry about me, amen. Amen, where's Swiss Aldridge at? But we are talking about God up here, amen. We're talking about God. When you say looking for a new love, we're talking about God. Because I know nobody in here is foolish enough to think you've learned everything there is to know about God. Listen, I've been preaching uh, over 40 years, and I just began to scratch the surface about God. Amen. My grandmother told me God is so high you can't get over him. God is so low you can't get under him. God is so wide you can't get around him. The scientists say that the uh, universe is expanding at a rate of tremendous uh, uh, vastness and impossibility. And so we don't even, listen, they don't even know about this universe. So how do you think we know about God? So the Lord told me to tell you that you ought to be looking for a new love for God and from God. But I do want to say about human love, you should never give up on love. Oh, this is a cold crowd up in here. They didn't say nothing to that. That got a big amen this morning, but I see we in a different phase this afternoon. Look at some, yo, help me preach. Look at your neighbor and say, never give up on love. Mm -hmm. Don't you know love is the greatest power in the universe? And uh, I, I don't remember the lesson of Christmas. We don't want to be a Grinch. We don't want to be a Scrooge. We don't want to be a person that doesn't love. If you're single, never give up on love. I don't care how many bad jokers you meet. So my grand grandfather used to call people jokers. He said, oh, jokers, amen. I don't care how many bad jokers you meet. Never give up on love. I don't care if you meet a woman and she took all your money. Man, you shouldn't have gave all your money. Amen. Should have came to church and got some wisdom. And when I say never give up on love to the single person, I'm just talking about dating. If you're single, don't spend all your life just thinking about some wonderful person coming in your life. Because you already had some people in your life, and some of them was crazy. And then you acted crazy, too. So don't, don't, don't spend all your time uh, looking for, for romance. But understand love is bigger than just romance. You got friends, and I want you to invest your energies in loving your friends and being a good friend. You got a spiritual family, and you that's single, invest your energy in your spiritual family. And invest your energy in serving your God. And then uh, you got a right, you're a child of God, you got a right to ask God for what you want. Ask God for what you want. Get ready for it. Some of us are asking God for somebody new but we want to take all the old baggage and bring it in a new relationship. And some of us, some of you women, can I help y'all? Y'all asking God to send a man. Well, it ain't, ain't no perfect man on the earth. He ain't gonna be perfect. Are you listening to me? 
Well, yeah, but do we have to be all raggedy? See, that's why. That's why, see, that attitude is going to keep you from getting a real human man. Uh, can I go ahead and talk? Oh, I'm losing somebody. I feel a chill coming in the sanctuary. Yeah, help me, Holy Ghost. But I'm, I'm trying to help somebody, but never give up on love. Open up your heart. Amen. Be willing to start again. Be willing to have hope. Get ready. If you want uh, uh, somebody new, get presentable for somebody new. Work on your attitude. Work on your talk. Work on your looks. Amen. Amen. Don't nobody want nobody raggedy. Mm -hmm. If your teeth is bad, fix them. Amen. Are y'all listening to me? If your hair's in blotches, get a perm or a weave or an implant. Can I talk to somebody? If you feel you're too heavy, get in the gym. Amen. If you feel you're too thin, go eat some more. Work on yourself. Help me, Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And work on yourself. Listen to me. So that you like yourself. And so that whether somebody come or not, you're not sitting around being miserable. You, when you look in the mirror, you ought to like yourself. You ought to say, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, you, you, what, dress up yourself. Don't wait for nobody so you can get dressed up. Take yourself somewhere. You want to go to the movie? Call somebody. Say, hey, let's go to the movie. Don't be waiting for Romeo. Oh, help me, Holy God. Don't wait for Susie Q. They're not there. You go to the movies yourself. Call your friend. Don't be always taking your married friend, no. Yeah, man. You leave the married people alone sometimes. But call your friend, say, come on, take me to the movies. Yeah. Amen. You got a friend, say, come on, take me somewhere. Work or never give up. And, and, and listen, the enemy want to isolate you. Get you in your house all by yourself. And playing sad songs. Mm -hmm. Playing them old Isley Brothers records. That ain't helping your soul. Y'all don't want me to go ahead. If you married, you should be looking for a new love, too. I ain't talking about somebody else. I'm talking about your spouse. Take steps of faith to renew your love in your marriage. Lord, ain't nobody witnessing but Deacon Aldous. I'm glad you're here today, brother. <laughs> Listen, if you are married, you have, to, you have to take steps of faith to renew your love in your marriage. Don't you know if you're going to do the same thing over and over and over, you got to work to make it interesting? Listen, I've been here uh, 28 years. Every Sunday I'm preaching for the last, I think, 10 or 12 years I've been preaching twice. I have to work hard to make the sermon interesting. And I got to make it interesting to me as well as you because if I'm bored with it, I know you're going to be bored. But I got to make it interesting to me because I'm doing it. I'm doing it twice every Sunday. Amen. It takes work. It takes it takes energy. It takes effort. And real love is work Amen. and energy and effort. So if you married, you got to you got to do some of them things a single person got to do. Don't don't say you married. You don't care how you look. Well, you got me now. That's not the right attitude. And well, we here, you know, well, it is what it is. Oh, my God. That would, you would have never got married if that was your ad. But do you remember back in the day when you got your hair fixed up, when you were very, very uh, particular about your clothes, 
had your smell, you had on the right smell. You remember all that stuff that you did. Don't you know you gotta do that? Cause you shouldn't be walking around here singing the thrill is gone, the thrill is gone away. You let the thrill go. And you gotta do something to keep the thrill there. Listen, even if you make a fire, if you don't put something in it, the fire will go out. Touch three people and say, keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Listen, listen, a lot of us are good people, but we don't know the word. First Corinthians 7 says the wife is supposed to please her husband and the husband is supposed to please his wife. Man, if you got a wife, she should be pleased. When we look at her, she should just be just rocking out of pleasure. Just, just, just glad to be married to you. Wife, your husband, when everybody see him, he should be saying, praise God. He should be witnessing like Deacon Aldridge. Yeah, that's right. Uh. <laughs> Are y'all listening to me? Listen, the devil want to destroy all your relationships. Everything you got, the devil want to steal it from you. Don't you let the devil steal your marriage. Work on your marriage. Work on your union. Listen, you are, if, if you got the person by taking them out, you married people need to go out. You need to go out and have a good time. You need to go to the movies. You need to, you need to, you need to do whatever it is your husband wants. Your husband wants you to wipe his feet with hot oil. You can all just say, put it on him. Husband. <laughs> husband. Husband, if your wife wants you to tell her I love you, tell her. Tell her, well, I'm not, I'm not you, I'm not, I'm not like that. Don't be telling her, well, my father used to tell my mother, I put a roof over your head, I put clothes on your back, I bought you a car, don't that show you I love you? My mother said, no, I want to hear you say it. Say it, say it. And then he would say, I love you, baby, I love you. Because he knew if he didn't say I love you, the house was going to be miserable for a long time. And I was praying, tell her, daddy, please, tell her, tell her, tell her. Hey. <laughs> Are y'all listening to me? You ain't no love without work. People say they love something and they ain't working on it. They ain't lying. That's why people say they love you and they ain't doing nothing for you. They're lying. They just want something from you. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. If you married, you got to get in Christ. In the book of Revelation, at the end, Jesus said, Behold, I make all things new. Now, this is the key. That doesn't have to happen at the future end time. It happens whenever you get deep in Christ. If any man, any woman be in Christ, they are new what? A new creature, new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When you get deeper in Christ, everything become new. And this is how, see, listen, listen, this is why I was telling somebody the other day, I love to preach because the Lord showed me the secret of preaching in one place at a long been in this church. Most preachers don't stay in one church 28 years. They don't do it. And when they do it, they stuck. They can't go nowhere else. Amen. Now, I, the reason I stay here and I'm happy, a lot of preachers been in church, they ain't happy. The reason I'm smiling, the reason why sometimes I, I tell jokes in the service, I ain't telling just make you laugh. I'm telling because some things and some people just funny. Amen. And you ought to laugh more than you do cry because crying is going to come in life. The Bible said, merry spirit do of good like medicine, but a dry spirit rotteth the bones. And that's why some of you are alone, because you got a rotted spirit. You're miserable. 
Somebody take you out, and they say, how you doing? Well, let me tell you, it started years ago. It started my childhood, and then it came on up to my puberty, and then it came on up when I was a teenager, and you know I was young, and then it was messed up when I was young. They'd be like, whoa, let me get out of here. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Listen, you ought to be looking for a new love. Uh, trust three people said, look for something new this year. Go back and tell them, look for a new love this year. Listen, I want to challenge you married people. Say, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to do something different this year. I'm going to do something different. Man, if your wife said lose some weight, get in that gym. Bring that, bring, bring that belly up over that belt. It's hanging down. You're in a down low situation. Bring it back up. It ain't good for you anyway. Make you sick. Amen. Can I go ahead and talk? Amen. Honey, if you have to ask your husband, does this make me look fat? You know the answer. Amen. Get in that gym. Can I talk to y'all for real? You know one thing that really surprised me about black women? They will spend $3,000 on their appearance and won't spend $30 a month to go to the gym. And you need to exercise for your organs internally. Can I talk? Not just worry about how you look on the outside. Are y'all listening to me? Amen. So, so, so listen, 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 work, work on it, work on it, because God is, is ready to do something new. But God is looking for somebody that's ready to roll. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Get in Christ. Hallelujah. And you'll be satisfied. You won't always be miserable about your status. Look how the devil works. He got married people saying, I wish, I wish I was by myself. And then he got people that's by themselves saying, oh, I need somebody. Amen. The Bible said, whatever state you're in, there is a learning to be content. Amen. Amen. And the, the key is being in Christ. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. You want somebody? Ask the Lord for somebody. But get ready for it. Because God is going to do something great Amen. if you have faith. Yeah. The Lord Almighty wants us to have a new Love for a new year, and we talking about love for God. Now, somebody might say, Reverend, why love God? We should all know why we should love God. All of nature shows us God's greatness, and if you look at it, all of nature shows God's love. When the sun, early this morning, you know, when you come in 8 o'clock service, the sun was shining, it was shining on the table. Before that, it was shining on the altar. When the sun shines on the plants, and the plants produce oxygen, and the oxygen helps everything to grow and be sustained. It's a sign of God's love. The sun loves the plants and the plants love the sun back. Oxygen comes forth and it's a sign of God's love. When the rains fall from heaven, give us water to drink and nourish this physical body, which is mostly water. It's a sign of God's love. Hallelujah. The rain comes from heaven and makes the plants grow. The plants get the sunshine and then they give out oxygen. It's a sign of God's love. The moon orbits the earth. Are y'all listening to me? While the earth orbits the sun. While God keeps all the planets in place from crashing into each other by the force of gravity. It's a sign of the power of God's love. The moon shines and the, the light from the moon speaks to the waves. And the waves understand that the moon is calling them and the waves and the moon move together. That's a sign of God's love. And so, listen, all you got to do if you wonder why you love God is just walk down the street. 
and look up in the air and see the greatness of what God has made. Hallelujah. Look at yourself. Amen. Look at yourself. Look at your body. Amen. You ought to be comfortable in your body. You might not. It might not be what it used to be. That's all right. It's yours. <laughs> Can I go ahead and talk? And sometimes I look, hallelujah, at skin and, and, and hair, and I think about how great God is to make this body. But the psalmist gives us two reasons to love God in particular. How many reasons did I say? Number one, he said in Psalm 31, I want you to go home and read it all week for a devotion. He said that his enemies spread a net for him and that his enemies were idol worshipers. And then his enemies spread a campaign of whispers and lies. Anybody know what that's about? His enemies talked about him like a dog and lied on him. Hallelujah. It's bad enough they were trying to destroy him, but when they couldn't get him, they told lies on him. And they whispered about him and tried to intimidate him. The second thing the psalmist says is that he fell into a deep grief. Somebody say deep grief. His body and his soul began to waste away. His strength faded because of grieving. We don't know why he was grieving. Did someone die or did something happen? The psalm doesn't tell all that, but the psalm does say that he looked and acted like somebody from the dead. His grief affected him so much that he looked gray like a zombie. And so, hallelujah, he, he found out that when he was in this situation, hallelujah, in the midst of this grief, in the midst of this attack of his enemies, he had some spiritual exercises. Can I go ahead and talk? The psalmist had been taught by his family and in the temple that he's supposed to pray. And he prayed a very profound prayer. <clears throat> Read Psalms 31. You'll see he prayed this prayer. Into thy hands I commit my spirit. You'll recognize this as one of the sayings of Christ on the cross. And Christ on the cross was quoting Psalm 31. Christ changed it in one respect. He said, Father, into thy hands I commit my spirit. And a lot of us think that that's, that was original with Jesus, but Jesus was quoting the scripture from the psalmist. In the midst of his grief, in the midst of the attacks of his enemies, he had spiritual exercises. The psalmist praised God anyhow. The Bible said he rejoiced and remembered that it was God that had rescued him. There is never a time when you cannot praise God. And if you want to know what to do when your enemies are attacking you, if you want to know what to do when your heart is overwhelmed with grief, go to the spiritual exercise of the psalmist and begin to give God praise. But not only did he pray, not only did he praise, he also made up his mind to trust in God. Did y'all hear what I said? Listen, if you're going to make it this year, you're going to have to have a made up mind. We don't know what 2018 is going to bring us. I particularly am praying for, for a better year, uh, particularly in terms of loss, than 2017. But whatever comes, I got a made up mind. And the reason my mind is made up, because I see in the word, the psalmist made up his mind to trust in God. Trust is a decision. Somebody say decision. Trust is an act of will. Somebody say an act of will. 
And if you're going to trust God, hallelujah, you've got to make a decision to put your faith and your trust in him. Now, when you trust, you always have an object of your trust. And the object of our trust is a faithful and loving God. So I want you to help me preach. I want you to touch three people and tell them, make up your mind to trust in God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Three people. Make up your mind to trust in God. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Make up your mind to trust in God. When things are good, your mind is made up, what you going to do? When things are bad, your mind is made up, what you going to do? Your mind is made up, you're going to trust in God. But if you will, open up your Bible and go with me to Psalm 31. Psalm 31. I just want to read something here, and it's going to help us to get the point in the book of Psalms, chapter 31. The book of Psalms, chapter 31, I want to go down by verse 21. I'm reading from the Revised Standard Version. Keep your seat for the sake of time. I'm trying to uh, come to a conclusion rapidly. It says in verse 21 in the Revised Standard Version of chapter 31 in the book of Psalms, Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was beset as in a besieged city. In other words, David, the psalmist, blessed the Lord because he saw God's love manifested in his life. He says, God has shown me his love. And not only did he show me his love, but I was surrounded on all sides. I was attacked from everywhere. And it was then at that point, God showed me that he loved me. And then he went on in verse 22. He said, I had said in my alarm, I am driven far from thy sight, but thou didst hear my supplication. Supplication is different, uh, almost like a list of prayers and requests and demands of God. And he says, but thou didst hear my supplications when I cried to thee for help. And so a second, another reason rather that David began to love God is that when he cried for help, he saw God answer him. Now, some of us sitting here right now, we know we have seen God move in our lives. We have seen the fact that God loves us by the things that have happened to us, and we ought to respond by loving God more. A lot of us have cried for help for our families, for our situations, and we have seen that when we cried for help, God proved God's self to be our helper. And so we are to love God even more. And that's why he comes down to verse 23. Now, in some versions, it takes the O out, but I like the O. Amen. I I was reading this in the New King James Version, and when I read the O, I felt the O down in my soul. Hallelujah. I felt him say, well, since I seen the Lord's love again and again, and since I cried for help, and when nobody else would help me, God helped me. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. In other words, that old mean don't take God for granted. In other words, that old mean keep your passion for almighty God. In other words, that all means that you as a child, a saint of God, ought to love him. Now, I know right away somebody said, well, I ain't no saint. Look at your name. Tell them you're not a saint. 
because you are so good. You are a saint because you have a great savior. Uh-huh. Look on the other side. Talk to him. Tell him you're not a saint because you're without sin. You're a saint because the blood of Jesus means all your sins are forgiven. Go back to the first and tell him you're not a saint because of what you did or didn't do. You are a saint because you said yes to what God in Christ did on the cross. And now you've got a right to claim all that God has promised. Look on the other side, tell them you got a right to call God your father. You got a right to love God back. Because God loved you first. And you ought to love God. And you ought to call him father. You ought to love Jesus. And you ought to call him savior. And you ought to love the spirit of God inside of you. Let your neighbor go and shout hallelujah. Somebody shout glory to God. Can I ask a question? Is there anybody here ever been caught up in a net? You were caught up in some stuff you don't even know how you got there. And you couldn't get yourself out because you messed up so bad. The Bible said the psalmist realized that when he was caught in the net, it was nobody but God that reached down and pulled him out of the net. Has anyone in here ever been pulled out? Shout glory be to God. Then tell God, Father, I love you because nobody has done me like you. Somebody say glory be to God. Wait a minute. Did God deliver anybody in here? When your enemies were all around you, some were whispering and some were scheming. But God held you up. And protected you. Tell the Lord, Lord, I love you because you made my enemies leave me alone. Somebody shout hallelujah. Can I ask you a question? Did God keep your mind in 2017? Did God heal your body in 2017? Did God rescue you from despair in 2017? Then somebody stand up and say, Lord, I love you. Say, Lord Jesus, you've been so good. You've been so good to me. Shake your neighbor's hand and tell him, neighbor, I would not have made it if it had not been for the Lord Jesus Christ. Shake somebody hell on the other side. Tell them, neighbor, you want to know how I made it last year? God pulled me up when I was down. God lifted me when I was bound. When the devil threw me out, God pulled me back in. And I love him. And I'm going to praise him right now. Let your neighbor go and give God the glory. 
Let your neighbor go and give God the praise. Let your neighbor go and shout hallelujah. If you love him, praise him. If he's been good, tell the Lord thank you. If he brought you out, celebrate. Because nobody, nobody, I said nobody, but the Lord has blessed you like he did. So praise him right now. Lift your hands right now. Say thank you, Lord. I've seen your love. Thank you, Lord. I've seen your help. Thank you, Lord. I've seen your deliverance. Thank you, Lord. You kept my family. Thank you, Lord. You kept my mind. Oh, Lord, I love you. Oh, Lord, I praise you. Yeah, Lord, I lift you up. Yes, I do. Somebody shout because you love the Lord. Somebody shout because it's been so good. Somebody shout. Shout right now. Shout. Give him the glory. Shout. He's not done yet. Shout. Shout. Go ahead. Tell the devil you're alive. I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. Long as I live and trouble rise, I will hasten to his throne and I'm going to praise him. I'm going to shout to him. I'm going to lift my hand. I'm going to give him glory. 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 If you love him, go ahead and praise him. If you love him, go ahead and shout. Oh, don't just sit there. Let the Lord know you love him. Let the Lord know you appreciate that he is your helper. Give God the glory. Give the Lord Jesus the praise. Let him know that you love him. Hey. Woo!
He lets you live another year. He lets you see another January. Even if you're going through, praise him right now. Oh, Yeah. Listen. Somebody came in here upset today because they're going through something. I want you to help me end this sermon. I want you to walk around the temple and touch seven people and tell them, oh, love the Lord. You saint of God. Walk out and touch somebody. Tell them, oh, love the Lord. Listen, God is going to fix some of your problems while you're loving him, while you're praising him. Tell him, oh, oh, love the Lord. Oh, it's got to be something down in here. Oh, come on, musicians. Give me some breakthrough music. Love the law. Show him your love. Tell God I love you. Tell the Lord Jesus I love you. Go ahead, get in the spirit. Tell the Holy Ghost I love you. I love you. Oh. Here we go. Oh, I love him. 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 Do you love the Lord? Has he brought you out? Has he rescued you? Then tell him right now, I love you, Lord. Every blessing you gave me, every time you healed me, every time you set me free, I love you, Lord. Here we go. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody raise your hand and say, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Nobody has done me like you, Lord. And God, I appreciate you. God, I love you. Oh, down in my soul. The altar's open. The altar's open. Oh.